0: Welcome to the Lovish Podcast, a practical weekly podcast centered on mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Now sis, I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Welcome back. Are you enjoying our relationship series for the month of February? I hope that you are. As the title says, this week we are talking about the impact of high value relationships. Now sis, let me give a disclaimer here. This ain't no Kevin Samuels (laughs) high value relationships. Okay. So I hope that when some of y'all clicked on the high value, y'all didn't think that I was going to talk about it from that man's perspective okay we do things decently and in order over here (laughs) we are looking at a biblical based definition of what a high value relationship is now y'all know that I usually start off the episode by giving you a definition of you know what It is that we're talking about or telling you why it's important this week. We have to just jump right into the content because the answer or the basic description of what I mean when I say a high value relationship and the impact or why it's important is going to be found woven throughout the episode and woven throughout the things that we're going to talk about. Now, in reality, we would hope that. The high value relationships in our lives would go beyond just, you know, romantic relationships or friendships. And I think if you follow or have heard of Kevin Samuels, then a lot of people, when they hear high value relationships, his definition is stuck in their head. But high value relationships are relationships of all sorts. A high value relationship could be someone that you work with or, you know, your uh, usher at church that treats you kindly. You know, really high value relationships are found anywhere. Now, the unfortunate reality is that, you know, a lot of times when it comes to. Um, people closest to us, we might not actually find that those are our high value relationships. But one of the ones that I seek to consistently work at in me being the high valued individual is my journey in motherhood. And that's relevant because today we got Lovebug in the studio and Lovebug wanted to hop on the mic and say hello to you. So I am going to just bring her in really quick and ask a couple of on-the-spot questions here okay love bug first of all what's your name <laughs> and how old are you i am nine years old and i'll be turning 10 this year okay girl she said 10 this year now i got a question for you that i know you were not expecting um do you remember what was it? Last year or two years ago, when you said that I was the coolest person that you know? Mhm. I remember that <laughs> well, actually. Mhm. Okay. Am I still the coolest person you know? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> Well, Milani knows that I tell her all the time that I hope when she gets older, you know, she still finds high value in her mom and that she feels as though her mom poured into her. Is there anything else that you want to tell the people? You're the best. Okay. And I love your podcast. <laughs> all right. That's one of my biggest supporters out here, y'all. When you listen to this episode, y'all have to let me know, um, of any other high value relationships that you have in your life. And honestly, I was thinking of doing a mother daughter type of, um, Q&A bonus recording session. So y'all let me know if y'all want to hear that. Also, can we just be real about the fact that this girl is in the studio? Like, first of all, extra close to my mic, picking (laughs) stuff up off my mic. I'm like, bro, the realities of recording. (laughs) Y'all hear the cute stuff, which, you know, perfectly fine. But I say that just as a reminder that you are catching snippets of somebody's life when you're hearing you know things with their children on a podcast or seeing them on social media but that's love bug and now she gonna go back over there and sit still while I finish recording Okay. The first impact of a high value relationship is that they help to propel you into your next. Now, you guys know I am a words girl. I love words. I love defining words. So let me break down propel for you, even though we all have a general sense of what the word means. Propel, according to Google, means to drive push, or cause to move in a particular direction, typically forward. So these are the relationships that sometimes, honestly, we can miss, even though they're sitting right in front of our faces. We don't perceive them as high value relationships, you know, if they make us a little bit uncomfortable or if they challenge us or different things of that nature. So We have to ask the Holy Spirit for discernment to be able to tell when we have high value relationships and to treat them as such. Now, high value relationships could be your friends, but like we talked about a little bit earlier, it could also be family or even people at your church, like the ushers that were kind to you when you were in a season of your life where you needed kindness. Maybe they went above and beyond or the prophet or prophetess that speaks over us, that prophesies life to us, that um, allows themselves to be used by the Holy Spirit to birth a thing in us us or to uh, water the seed that God has already planted in us. So these high value relationships are all around us and they propel us to our next through accountability and nudging or encouragement, which doesn't always feel good. I watched this Sarah Jakes Roberts um, YouTube sermon. I think it was called come out of hiding And it talked about how people can nudge you into your next, how they can push you into your next, which I thought was just so appropriate for this episode, because truly the accountability piece, when you don't want (laughs) to do a thing, but you need to do a thing. So they hold you accountable for your own good. For example, reminding you to work out because you said you want to lose weight and you need an accountability partner or reminding you to study We're even hopping on a Zoom to study virtually with you or meeting you at the library to study together because y'all both got to pass these classes or you got to pass and they just doing some work or reading a book relaxing at that time. These people have a genuine concern for your overall well-being. I want you to consider Nathan and David. They were friends. And essentially, if you don't know the story, David stole another man's wife or had an affair with another man's wife and then sent that man to the front line of a war so that he would be killed. And the Holy Spirit used Nathan to prophesy to him, first of all, through a parable or a story to let him see that he was wrong. And essentially, the story was about a man who had everything and one man who had just maybe a little bit and how the man who had everything took what the man who basically had a little bit had. And David's like, where is that man? He deserved to be punished. And Nathan said, you are the man. So they helped to propel us into our next because it's likely that David didn't want to hear the truth, but he needed to hear the truth in order for him to repent and be propelled into his next season, into the next assignment that God had for him. And to be clear, after this prophecy, David repented and we still see David reflected in the Bible as a man after God's own heart. So these high value relationships are people that help to propel us into our next. Another thing a high value relationship does is speak life into you. They speak life into you and they remind you of who you are when you are in a state of brokenness or you just need a little bit of encouragement. Now, for this example, I want to draw your attention to Job and Bildad. Job, for those that don't know, was a. A man that made God really proud and the devil came to God and was like, yeah, well, Job's only like that because you spoiled him, because you gave him everything, because you whatever. So God said, oh, yeah, consider Job. Go ahead and test him. Go ahead. You can do whatever you want to do to him. Just don't take his life. So the devil came at Job And the Holy Spirit allowed it. He allowed Job's children to die. He allowed Job to lose his money and riches and wealth. And he allowed Job to be sick. And when you look at, I want to say, Job 6, 7, and 8 or maybe it's just Job six and seven, chapter six and seven. Job is miserable and he is talking to God about his misery. He's saying, curse is the day that I was born. Block it out of the calendar. Why do you you know, still want me alive? You've taken everything from me. I feel miserable. Like he was really going through a heavy period of depression and honestly some suicidal ideation. And so he poured out his heart to God. He poured out his heart to God and he had been going for a long time. And then his friend, Bildad steps up and says, is God not faithful? Is God not faithful? Because if you are who you say you are, meaning that you have not caused this calamity on yourself. And this is just something that God is doing. And you feel like you are in a war with God if you really haven't done anything, test God, stand the test of time, then be who God called you to be. And in that pouring out that Bill did on Job, Job was able to refocus his perspective in spite of still being sick, in spite of wanting to die, in spite of all of that, because he had a high value friend. That poured into him when he was feeling broken. He felt strengthened. Galatians 6 and 2 says to bear each other's burdens. So Bildad came and bear the burden with Job. He encouraged him. And I think that that was evidence of the Holy Spirit's grace and mercy to say, like, Job, listen, I haven't forgotten about you and you're right. Like you didn't do anything to deserve this, but I'm proud of you. So I have to prune you so that more will come out of you. And that's a whole word for somebody because somebody going through something and feeling like God is punishing you and all you've done is serve him. All you've done is be obedient. All you've done is sit at his feet and you don't understand why you're not in your next yet. And perhaps the Lord is saying, consider my servant, insert your name here. And when he says, consider my servant, he's pressing you, pressing you and pressing you to squeeze out all that is not like him so that you can be transformed into a person that looks like him so that you can operate effectively in your next A high value person also wants God's best for you. They believe in you when you're struggling to believe in yourself, when you're struggling to show up for yourself, when you're struggling to see the image of that person that God saw from the foundation of the earth, they believe in you and they speak life over you. They pray his will for your life in spite of your feelings about the situation. Bildad didn't care that Job was depressed and how he was looking. He didn't care. (laughs) He was like, yo, let's go. Get up. This is who God says you are. This is if this is truly the God that you serve, then you must remain faithful to him. So high value people speak life, just like it says in Proverbs 27, 17, iron sharpens iron. This was a high value relationship. And before we continue with the episode, we're going to pause and take a break to have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Hey, sis, did you know that women of color are three times more likely to develop chronic illnesses than their peers? And that number doubles for working women and caregivers. Poochav, I don't know about you, but I am tired of seeing black and brown women overworked, overwhelmed, and stressed out, compromising on our quality of life. You know that relaxed feeling you get when you're at Sunday brunch spilling all the pipe and hot tea and it feels so wonderfully therapeutic? Yeah, girl, that's how our participants say it feels to be at our events. Girl, we see you, we get you, and we have created an intimate space just for you. Consider this your personal invitation to join us for the Pink Emerald Retreat. At this three-day intimate weekend retreat for recovering strong friends, high-performing career women, and boss babes, you're going to walk away with a stronger sense of peace, customized plan of action for daily living, and a unique blueprint to to help you walk more confidently in your God-given assignment. I can't wait to meet you, boo! Click the link in the show notes to apply for the retreat today. Yes, honey. I hope I see you at this year's retreat. For real though, one of the things that we work with women at the retreat and in the collective to do is to cultivate high value relationships, to learn how to spot those high value relationships in their life and then to continue those interactions. So I really hope that I get to see you um, at this year's retreat. Okay, our final point for the impact of high value relationships, they help to cultivate your God ordained characteristics. Again, they help to cultivate your God ordained characteristics. And again, it's important for us to note that we're not only talking about friendships or romantic relationships. So a high value relationship could be any type of relationship. You know, these are relationships that are built on integrity. Their character reflects Jesus and it challenges you to become more like Christ. So you ever had those relationships where it's like, Um, let's just say, you know, you're with a friend and you both have complained about how you feel about your weight before and you both say, I'm serious. I want to do something about it. And when you guys get together to go out for lunch, you notice that your friend order something like a salad or something that's much lighter so you then feel convicted to do the same thing (laughs) or some of us would probably just still get our burger or pizza or whatever and I've been in both of those positions where it's like uh dang I should eat something way lighter because both of us talks about losing weight and here I am eating insert the blank but I've also been the one where a friend has been like, "Ah, oh, I should get a salad just like you, girl. And my response in both situations is, girl, do you? But that's just a little sidebar. <laughs> when it comes to relationships, that's the same way that you feel. They challenge you to do more. You ever had that friend that's like, oh, when sis pray, it go up in this room. Come on. She may automatically encourage you or challenge you or convict you to want to pray more or to want to know the Holy Spirit the way that she knows the Holy Spirit. And it's nothing but the Holy Spirit working through her to draw you in. But that's what these relationships do. They cultivate your God ordained characteristics. And sometimes these relationships are training grounds for our purpose, In this situation, I want you to consider Elijah and Samuel. Samuel was a young boy. He went to go live with the prophet Elijah. And Samuel kept thinking that he heard Elijah call him. And Elijah said, the next time you hear somebody, you say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel was in a training ground. And that really helped to cultivate some of his God ordained characteristics. That's why his mama sent him there. (laughs) His mama put him in that situation to be trained by Elijah because she wanted him to grow in the grace of God. Another example is Elijah and Elisha. So Elijah was in the role of a teacher, a trainer or a guide to Elisha. And by the time we got down to The end of Elijah's life, Elisha said, man, your life has such an impact. I want a double portion of what you got. So Elijah was in Elisha's life to cultivate those God ordained characteristics. I want you guys to remember that when you're looking at your relationships, It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. All right, welcome back to the part of the show where I talk to you about all the things that I have been loving. Uh, So, honestly, I've been thanking God for the high value relationships in my life. Truly, I could say this week, but it's been longer than this week that I've been very reflective of these relationships. I'm grateful to know so many amazing women that I believe the Holy Spirit has intentionally planted around me to do all of these things, to call. Cultivate the Sita that you guys get to see on social media and hear in your ears on the podcast. They thrust me and nudge me into my necks and challenge me and pray for me and encourage me and speak life into me. When I feel as though I don't have anything to say, when I feel as though I can't show up, it's these women that pour into me. So that's what I'm loving this week. All right, all right, all right. I hope that you enjoy this episode. In today's episode, we talked about the impact of high value relationships, not Kevin Samuels' version, girl, the Bible version, okay? We said that high value relationships help to propel you into your next, they speak life into you, and they help to cultivate your God ordained characteristics. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love, boo. Share it with your auntie, share it with your mama, share it with your co-worker. And then I want you to head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Well, that's all I have for you this week, love. I'll see you in these social media streets, boo.